a warm welcome to you, our lovely viewers. You are live at Metro FM. You are listening to the Voice Radio Show. Uh, I'm your host, Gibson Zulu. Uh, following the, we have been talking from the previous weeks, we've been discussing on gender-based violence issues. Of course, we have established uh, what gender-based violence is. We have dis uh, established what are the causes of gender-based violence. Not only that, but also following that information and following the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, uh, which is an annual campaign that begins on the 25th of November, the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, and runs through the International Human Rights Day on the 10th December, which will be on uh, Saturday. I'm not alone in the studio. I'm with... Discussing various issues to do with gender-based violence, and today we'll look at some of the effects of gender-based violence on someone's mental health, not only the victim, but as well as the people who witness violence around them. Yes, uh, in a nutshell, we, we can phrase the, the topic of discussion as mental effects of what? Uh, gender-based uh, violence. Uh, what do you think is are the mental effects of gender-based violence on an individual, Miriam? On individual, I would say like gender-based violence, once you experience that, you have a lower self-esteem and most people even lose their will to live. You find you experience so much pain that you start losing hope in humanity due to some of the people who abuse you in certain ways. And some of the things can be suicidal thoughts as well as constant depression. Exactly. Uh, not only that, but also uh, anxiety where a person experiences uh, extreme or high stress due to some uh, unexpected uh, uh, harmful things uh, inflicted to that person. Also, uh, this can also lead to post-traumatic uh, uh, stress disorder, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I think we can talk a little bit more on post-traumatic disorder for people out there to understand better. Well, what I think post-traumatic disorder is like when someone experiences something like gender-based violence for so long that leaves them, keeps them living in constant fear for so many years. You're always gotcha. fearing for your life. Like, what if the person comes back? They're going to hurt you. And some of them, it's, they're stronger than others. They can heal within a couple of months. But some of them stay with it for so long that they even grow with it and then you find out that they're no longer the victims but they're the perpetrators as well and the cycle continues going on without being broken all right so gender-based violence our lovely view is it's a very uh uh infliction of human rights as it distorts someone's uh brains and cognitive thinking um right about this time before we go much further we have our friends out there we can listen to what they have for us. My name is Rose Mwanga, a youth reporter at Agents of Change Zambia, and today we are going to be talking about the effects of 
gender-based violence on one's mental health. Gender-based violence is an issue that is affecting a lot of people out there in our communities and it's something we all as a community, a country and nations at large need to work on. Gender-based violence gets to affect how the victim thinks, how they feel and how they get to cope with their day-to-day lives. Let's take for instance, um, a mother in the house is being abused and there are children around. Not only will the mom be affected by the violence that is being done to the mother's rights. Let's take for instance, the mother is being beaten, the mother is being abused emotionally, mentally. Children get to grow and learn a lot from the environment they grow in. So mostly you would find that in a situation where a child grows in such a toxic environment, they tend to adapt to that type of mentality and they get that as a foundation. The parents tend to lay a foundation for the kids and how they're going to cope with their adult life when they grow up how they will do things and how they will run their own homes. So this is an issue that really needs to be worked on because it also affects so many aspects of one's life and how they just get to live their life. Gender-based violence leads... Women 24 is 24 hours from 06 on Wednesday to 06 on Thursday, bringing issues that affect women in our country, like child abuse, gender-based violence, teenage pregnancies, cancer, and women empowerment in politics and decision-making positions. Metro FM at the forefront of advocating for women's empowerment. Women 24. Exclusively to Metro FM. Check it out. Metro FM. Thank you so much, Rose. That was one of our good friends from Agents of Change Foundation. She raised a very good point when you talk about the foundation of a child in a home when dealing with gender-based violence. She said something about once they witness that, they grow up with a mentality that that is a way of life. And then they continue with the cycle. Because I'm watching my parents fight all the time. Obviously, I'm going to think fighting is part of how a marriage is supposed to be. And then I continue the cycle thinking it's normal when in the actual sense that is abuse. And the child has been abused mentally in the process of witnessing that they think it's a way of life. Mm -hmm. This is how certain cultural norms come about. Mm -hmm. Like those ones when they're like, when someone loves you, they can hit you, obviously. That's the way some people (laughs) show love. And (laughs) people have... That's not true. It's because (laughs) people have made it normal. And now it looks as if it's a way of life where people abuse each other. And people see it as some sort of love language. When it's an actual sense, that's actually abuse. Yeah, and it has become so common in a way that, like you've stated, that people now are taking it as a way of life, Mm -hmm. not knowing that in one way or the other, they are really getting uh, abused Mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, I've noticed now it even becomes like a certain culture because when some people practice this for so long, they 
becomes part of your culture where you think it's normal for your husband to beat the wife simply because you have to discipline her no she will start talking back when you don't beat her so it's better you beat her when actually that's abuse and those things really need to be reported if they continue for so long it doesn't affect one person it affects everybody around them and future generations to come she also talked about how victims cope find it so hard to cope with the environment take for example uh, someone a young girl was abused or she was raped by the father and the the story has gone around the environment and the community like it's very difficult for the that girl to cope with the environment she will She'll have stigma and all that. Wherever she goes, she'll be thinking like, wow, everybody's looking at me like that girl was abused. You get that point? Yeah, I really do. And I was seeing an article recently. I saw where they were like a 16-year-old girl was uh, beaten to death by her boyfriend. And you can see that even young people nowadays, not only in marriages, are abusing yeah, each yeah. other. They're growing up with it even from when they are young couples. They think beating each other is normal. One more when they get married. Obviously, it will be a habit of beating each other. It will be hell. <laughs> it will be. So people are growing up with that and it's not supposed to be the case. Just in addition to that, Miriam, uh, there also, I had a friend who once shared to me a story that they used to have a misunderstanding with a boyfriend in terms of sexual stuff. In an event where the guy would uh, beat her, abuse her just to get sex from her. I think that's a very bad motive and very bad attitude towards relationship. It's high time that we the men, uh, whether we're in a relationship, courtship, or in marriages, we must be able to have the knowledge and understanding of uh, sexual human rights. Every person has got the right to say yes or no to sex. But what's happening now is that you don't give me sex, I beat you to get the sex, okay? Yeah, I've seen that a lot, but I believe people should have a say in whatever is have to do with their bodies. And uh, one thing I was like looking at recently was like the boy was arrested and he's even below the age of 18. And when we're talking about gender-based violence, we don't only like mean physical violence. There are many forms that those people who do not abuse you physically, but are those who abuse you mentally, mentally yes. psychologically, who just comes up and starts saying, ill words to someone making them have low self-esteem exactly. you have people who grow up like isolated mostly like you see they've grown up in a family where they're not allowed to speak up where the father is always having a frown on his face yeah you yeah, can't yeah. even complain you can't even joke with your dad and stuff like that they grow up and then you already have that going on with you you go into a marriage and then someone instead of trying to help you they just make it worse what they get to say horrible words to you and yeah. that's a really worse form of abuse because everything begins from the mind. Once someone puts something in your mind, it's really difficult for them to erase it because they're going to always live with it inside you. Yeah, and I also know a story of a young girl um, or who was being abused by the mother, the stepmother. Uh, the stepmother inflicted emotional and physical pain towards the little girl. She was about 14, so. And what used to happen, like, the woman was so vulgar towards her. She could tell her off all sorts of filthy names, like, you're a dog, you're a pig, all those things, okay? And to make the matters worse, the girl was uh, HIV positive. So the mother could always tell her, no wonder you're HIV positive and all that. And the boy, uh, the girl grew up with that... Uh, she was never free, okay? She failed to cope with the environment. Like, th that potential in her was being uh, inflicted to come out because of these same gender-based violence issues. 
Yeah, I've seen that in families as well. And I always live by this saying, a person who's afraid to reason uses violence. Because yeah. if you can reason with someone, you can sit down and talk about the issue. Exactly. What's the need of using violence? So people who mostly use violence are those who do not have the in it in them to reason between what's right and what's wrong. It's like it's hard for them to sit down and talk about the issue. So it's better they hide that through abusing someone. And some people just don't like being wrong. Like in certain marriages, you find a man wants to always be right. And exactly. when he finds out the woman is actually right, he ends up beating her up just to shut her up. So those people are the ones who are afraid to reason that they end up just using violence instead. Yeah, Miriam, following the patriarchal culture of men's dominance and state of ownership over women, this has brought us into a claim that uh, women are more vulnerable to gender-based violence than men. Yes. But um, I think that's some sort of a problematic in viewing gender-based violence because they are men and boys who get to be abused and they can't voice out they can't speak out because of the notions which come about like men, men to be strong men to be strong you know where pain is concerned there's nothing like like men to be strong we are all the same i was reading an article i saw which was like gender-based violence happens to anyone but it's mostly common in females because females are the ones who actually open up to talk about this. Uh. Men always usually keep it inside them because they don't want to face some sort of embarrassment to society. When you open up, my wife abused me seriously. What are your friends going to think? How can you, a man, be beaten by a woman? But I don't know that abuse happens to everyone. And that's what leads you find men now uh, drinking just to get rid of their depression and all that. Because they can't go, to, even when you go to a police station, a guy, for example, a small boy, has been raped. They'll be like, how can you, as a boy, be raped? So society has put on some sort of norms which say yeah. men cannot face certain things. When actually we're all humans in the actual yeah, sense. we're all equal. We're all equal. We've experienced the same pain. When abuse happens to a woman and happens to a man, the results are all the same. The exactly. outcomes are the same. But mostly find women are the ones who go and complain because they know that they will get some sort of favor to them that a woman has been abused. Obviously, she has been abused even if it may be a lie. But if a man goes, they will think it's a lie because of how women have put it that us are the ones who are usually vulnerable. Yes, and our beloved uh, listeners out there, you feel free. You can contact us. You can too, you can uh, also voice out by calling uh, to us through this number, which is uh, 077-00-00945. Uh, before we continue, we can just take a short uh, break, a musical break. Thank you. 
just wanna be a first lover, baby. Boo, need assurance that what you feel is true. And I promise I will open up my heart to you. Thank you for staying with us. You are joining Gibson and I at Metro FM. And the topic for today is mental effects of gender-based violence. Well, yes, right yes. now, we'll go into a PSA from one of our colleagues about gender-based violence. Let's hear from her. Junior, 
All right, as we've gotten a scenario of how gender-based violence happens in our own homes, we can see that from there, a man leaves a tokwacha for heaven's sake. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that tokwacha? What budgets can I make? You're and you see, <laughs> he's you, f- kind of failing to use reason. How am I going to use a tokwacha for everything? And that's how we see misunderstandings coming about in homes where people are abused over petty things. I mean, yeah. just with your own mind, you know that that's not enough, but you're just trying to make yourself look right. And then what's the result? Someone ends up being abused in the process when they're just trying to do the right thing. This, uh, Miriam, leads us into uh, talking about the what, what causes gender-based violence. And one of the things, it's uh, economic hardship. Like in this situation, you find that the man maybe is not employed. Okay, there's no employment. He doesn't have the source of income. So because of that stress of not being employed, having difficulty to access money, it can really uh, disturb his thinking, uh, indulging into gender-based violence like it. Wow, but that's not right. Why should <laughs> Chifukush end in someone else? Like, this is what happens mostly. Yeah, you can be denying the fact that but that's what's happening in people's homes right now. And I just feel bad for the kids who have to witness that there's no way I come home every time I'm watching a wrestling match. A home yes, shouldn't yes. be a battlefield. A it's supposed to be somewhere where someone finds peace. But that's what people are using as a place where they can have fight from and fight about so many things but i think that we can try our best in creating a safe space for people to report about this we need to be open enough to listen to people and understand them not only that we should understand females but males as well when some when for you gibson i give an example your friend comes to you no my girlfriend abused me this and that you're not yeah. supposed to laugh you're supposed to be that shoulder that he gets to cry on yes we yes, can yes, talk yes. to you can comfort him and even help him with a word of advice. If he's yeah. telling him to go out to a police station to report uh, victim support units, we even have call lines, the free ones, yes, where yes, you yes. can to talk about the issues that you're facing, even where you can be guided with counseling. Because, yeah, you may report, I go to the police station right now. I report, no, I was abused in this way and what way. But it ends there me it's going to be affecting my mental health constantly so these people also need to be provided with proper counseling while you get to talk about everything remove everything that's holding on in your chest so that you can start anew being a fresh person with an open mind because i can't start a fresh holding back to holding back old baggages i need to let that go so people need to let that go they need to find the proper mental health therapies they need so that they can talk about those issues and just be open enough to let go of some of the things they've experienced and they've carried for so long. This would take our government and the police uh, to really take each and every gender-based violence cases as serious Seriously. as possible. They can say no, they've arrested uh, this man who abused his wife, but have you found out what did the man used to do that is affecting the women now? The exactly. man is in jail, but the people are still suffering in their homes. Yeah. The child is still living that constant trauma and you find out 20 years from now he's the one abusing his wife how have you solved the problem you've 
arrested the perpetrator but try to provide as much help as needed to the victims because they are going to report we, we, we need to stop the idea and and the attitude of condemning uh victims you find that someone is sharing to you a story where they were abused uh they were assaulted then you just go abuse how can you be raped Oh, for real, that needs to be stopped because, yeah, a child is abused now. You've punished the person, you've gotten the justice they deserve. But is justice the only thing they need? Yeah. No, they also need some sort of comfort exactly. for them to get over that. Yes, I've gotten justice. The person, for example, who abused me has been arrested. But how about my mental health, my physical health? How am I... Well, do, how is my psychological well-being? That needs to be put in consideration even before you arrest the people because that's the first thing that should be done to take care of the victim because that's a person who suffered and they need the most help right there. Exactly. And before we go any further, we still have a friend out there, one of our youth reporter. Uh, let's take time. We'll listen to her. agents of change foundation my view on gender-based violence well firstly gender-based violence is any form of violence towards someone based on their gender it happens to anyone of any gender but mostly it happens to females because they are more sensitive and they're weaker and prone to this type of violences well gender-based violence cannot only be physical but also emotional as well as psychological the emotional part of violence is involves the use of abusive words towards someone that can cause emotional pain to them. Well, most people who are more violent are the ones who are once victim of any form of violence, such as the ones who were abused in their homes and uh, now they think as if it is a solution to every quarrel or every fight they have. They do not know how to reason with certain situations that leads them to being violent and reacting in certain ways based on the experiences they've been through. Well, my advice is basically in homes, when we bring up our children, let us make sure that we bring up, uh, bring them up in loving homes and uh, welcoming families where someone we need to grow up with love and they do not have to feel any form of abuse. Because once someone goes through that as a child, those traumas go with them up until when they're adults and then they become the victims or they may become the suspects or the culprits of these forms of violences. Thank you. All right, that was one of our friends we got to hear from regarding gender-based <laughs> violence. She gave us an overview of how it happens, not only on the physical part as well as the, the emotional, emotional psychological and psychological part. part. And yes, she gave yes. a really great word of advice where we as parents in homes, make sure we bring up our children with love. People need love to grow. You exactly. can't bring up a child in fear and expect them to grow into a better citizen. No, no, no. They are no, not no. supposed to grow up in fear because once I grow up with fear, nothing will scare me anymore. Because I'm like, this. If I do this, this will happen. What they say, train up a child in a way you want them to, to grow, so, so that, that when they are old, they don't depart from it. Exactly. The Bible verse <laughs> I know very well. <laughs> So, like, when they are growing up, make sure they grow up with love, not with fear. Because once today I beat you, the next day I beat you. Yeah, it will heal. I know the pain of it. So, obviously, I'm used to it. I'm now strong. I'm used to the pain. So, obviously, it's going to be a normal thing for me. So, we need to make sure that we grow up in love. Because why Christian nation? Why should we grow up with abusing one another? 
how would you feel if you're the one being abused you're constantly abusing people no no so on this note we come to the end of our show it's been good uh lovely listeners there thank you so much for staying tuned um uh, stay uh get tuned again next week on wednesday the same time i was your host gibson zulu and i was your co-host my name is miriam piri and thank you very much for listening to us it's good we're having discussions of the things that people side look in society but the actual things that really matter and we need to talk about them more thank you so much god bless you we'll end with a song bye <laughs>